Hello, and welcome to Papaholics, the show where a dad and daughter normally dish on pop culture. I'm Kate Hall. This special episode features Dad and Mike Bodie, who writes all of our music, and will get you in the mood for the holidays. For years, Mike and his wife Mary Kay have put together a collection of holiday music, Cool Yule, for family and friends. Each one is like a mixtape with songs from different genres, some far off the beaten path, carefully selected and ordered by the couple. Some of Dad's perennial holiday favorites come from these collections. Mike is an English professor at Owens Community College in Toledo, Ohio. This year, the college student-run station, Owens Community College Radio, asked him to record a show talking about Cool Yule and playing some of his favorites. Mike invited Dad to join him, and so you're about to hear a re-podcast of the show they recorded for OCCR. One note, OCCR has the kind of license that allows the station to play copyrighted music on the air. We at Papaholics don't. So the easiest way to hear these songs, just like the times Dad and I talk about music, is to go to our Spotify playlist for this episode, Papaholics hashtag 89 playlist. Basic Spotify is free. You just need to sign up. We've also included links to videos of these songs, when they exist, in the show notes in our newsletter and on our Papaholics page on buzzsprout.com. Sorry we can't just play the songs on the podcast, but we think you'll like this Cool Yule episode anyway. It's two buddies talking about their favorite holiday music, from acoustic finger-picked blues to swing and jazz to Celtic punk rock with bagpipes. Here's Dad and Mike. Hi, this is Steve Hall, co-host of the Papaholics podcast, where a dad and a daughter dish on pop culture. Today, we're recording a very special show uh, for Owens Community College Radio with Professor Mike Bodie. Mike and his wife have, for 16 years, done uh, a collection of holiday music that they give to family and friends. And these are songs that are unique arrangements, songs that are off the beaten track. Uh, Some are funny, some are beautiful. It's just an amazing collection. And so Mike and I are here today to to talk about some of those songs. Hi, Steve. I also thought it would be fun uh, to talk about some of the considerations that go into making a holiday CD. We got started making these about 16 years ago when someone gave a mix CD to us, and we found we enjoyed it so much, and it had so much Christmas music that we'd never heard before that we were inspired to try to make our own. Uh, Lots of people at the holidays complain about holiday music, Christmas music, without realizing that there's just so much more out there that they've never heard. Musicians seem to really enjoy creating their own Christmas song or uh, doing a version of a well-known tune that uh, everyone thinks they know, but in the hands of the right artist can become something really cool. So when you are doing the collection, Michael, how do you, I would imagine the first song on each one of these is, is pretty important. How do you go about choosing it? Sure. Just like in a piece of writing, you want to set the mood early on and also try to get your listener's attention. So we usually try to find a song that we think is going to get that job done. Um, when I think about the kinds of songs that we've picked, um, over the 16 years to start the CDs with. One song in particular comes to mind as a favorite. Uh, it would be Brian Culbertson's Jingle Bells. 
it's hard to get more commonplace than Jingle Bells, a song that many people uh, might think they'd be happy to never hear again, uh, parents maybe in particular. But if you listen to Culbertson's version, uh, you'll see how fresh and even exciting even a super well-known tune can be. So, Michael, again, that was Brian Culbertson, Jingle Bells. And why do you like that song? I loved everything about it. For a CD opener, it has that magnificent opening sequence where it sounds like somebody's fishing around on a radio dial. And man, they go through all sorts of genres as they're doing that, from from operatic Christmas music to choiry kind of stuff, uh, uh, Gene Autry sounding stuff, Bing Crosby, skipping all around in this stuff until gradually settling into that rock sound. Then it hits really big, like not until 25 seconds into the song with this big sound and you get elements of rock and roll and swing. What do you hear, Steve? Yeah, I hear uh, all that. I also hear funk. Um, and it's just it's it would be hard for almost anybody to resist this song, I would say. I agree. Who knew Jingle Bells could be so cool? Yeah, it's all in the um, the players and the approach. Great. Let's move on to another song. All right. That sounds great. What is it? So one of the other fun things to do when making a holiday CD to share with family and friends, it's sort of like buying presents where you're trying to give something to someone that they're really going to like, but the gift is also, at least in part, a reflection of your own taste. I think that winds up happening with our holiday CDs as well. And since I really enjoy piano jazz, our CDs have always heavily featured that style of holiday music. When it comes to holiday piano jazz, well, there's all kinds of really super great stuff by Oscar Peterson, Bill Evans, Vince Scarali, of course. Uh, but an artist uh, that I came across that I think few people know about is Eddie Higgins. He has a spectacular CD of Christmas tunes. And my favorite on that CD is, again, a very well-known song that in his hands becomes a super special tune. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, that was a fun tune, Michael. You know, it had that playful, rompy, I, obviously it's jazz, but it has that playful, rompy sound. I was trying to think of what that sounded like. Do you have any ideas? Absolutely. Whenever I hear this song, another one that seems totally irresistible to me. I think of those music boxes that you give a toddler, the ones uh, they the ones they wind up, and then it plays this very light, playful tune. That seems like the spirit of the tracks on the Eddie Higgins Christmas CD. Good analogy. So another thing we like to do with our annual CD is try to make sure that we're not focusing just on Christmas, of course. Because there's lots of other holidays being celebrated. So here's a Hanukkah song by Lana Waldston that I think anyone can appreciate. Oh, I love the way that opens with that big, like, uh, like Tijuana brass kind of sound. And I love that rhyme, Hanukkah and Santa Monica. And I love holiday songs that are like done on location, they 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 uh, take place in a particular part of the world. Somehow that feels like part of the fun of holidays. Yeah, so I I like the fact that it's funny uh, and lighthearted. 
Um, I laugh out loud almost every time I hear it. Um, and like you said, songs, Christmas songs that are set in a specific location are great because often it's not the traditional image of Christmas that we have. And so that brings me to one of my picks, Christmas in Cali by Dominic Valley. So I have to admit, I'm a little obsessive about this particular song. I discovered it on Cool Yule, and there are times when I'm in the car, if it comes on, I will listen to it two or three times in a row because I like it so much. Um, Isn't that great? It is great. Dominic Valley is a guy from Oxnard, California, who does, obviously, reggae-infused pop rock, and he's been around since, like, 2008, I think, was when his first record came out. So this song came out in 2012, and I love that reggae pop feel of the song, which you you would not ordinarily think of uh, being associated with a Christmas song. The image, I'm a writer, the imagery in the song is great. The snow fairy came and kissed the streets last night. Um, the, the, the lyrics about the girls working on their tans. Um, I lived in California for three years, and so I could relate, because there were times I remember in November, December, walking around in my shirt sleeves, you know, uh, because it was so warm. And listen, how could you resist a Christmas song with a trombone break? Come on. <laughs> I don't think you can. Great pick, Steve. Hey, let's stay with the Christmas on location theme, because I've got a song set on the opposite coast. Give a listen to this. D- is it Delaware? <laughs> <laughs> I love how the vibe of that song is so different from the California songs we just heard. And one of the things that we shoot for in our annual CD, we always try to present our listeners with some tunes and genres that they may not be familiar with. And of course, that was um, Mary J. Blige, uh, the queen of hip hop soul. And um, it was so fun hearing um, her do the song about New York City and all the references to Christmas in New York City. It was a very stark contrast to the two California theme songs. Let's talk about another one of your picks. Okay, I'm going to go with a song very different in approach from uh, Christmas in New York City. This is Jingle Bell Jamboree uh, by Kedmo. And one of the things that listeners are going to hear, um, it's there's almost it's like an acoustic guitar and it sounds and somebody shaking jingle bells occasionally, sleigh bells. And then it sounds like somebody slapping their hands on their thighs. <laughs> and that's the you know, total instrumentation in the song. So that was Jingle Bell Jamboree by Keb Mo, uh, Keb Mo, Kevin Roosevelt Moore, um, an American treasure. You know, he's it, what he plays is described as postmodern blues. Um, this is from his first Christmas album, Moonlight, Mistletoe, and You, in 2019. One of the things I like about this song, in addition to its simplicity, is it's celebrating Christmas, even when you don't have much. Um, it's really about the real spirit of the season. Uh, there's that lyric, well, it's all right if there's no stockings in the wall, because what matters most is peace on earth and goodwill to all. Cool. Yeah, and I love the the feeling of space in that song. That's one of the things we shoot for when we're putting together our CDs. We want some of the songs to be like Culbertson's big, loud opening song. And we want some of the songs to just give a little more space 
to hear the instrumentation. And Keb Mo does that beautifully. It's also, I would call that a blues, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd call that a blues, acoustic blues. And that's another of the categories that we really love to represent on our CD. And that makes me think of another song that we used that comes with a bit of a story. One year, I was trying to find a particular version of the song Blue Christmas that I'd heard somewhere and couldn't uh, figure out who had done it. And I called the recently retired former director of e-learning at Owens, Mark Carmel, and asked him if he knew who did that song. What followed was a little silence, and then he asked me if somebody had put me up to calling and asking this question. And then he explained that he's known for doing the song Blue Christmas in the style of Leon Redbone. So this is Mark Carmel, the recently retired director of e-learning, doing his version of Leon Redbone's version of Blue Christmas. Give a listen. Have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking about you. Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree. Wall ain't a thing there. Not there with me, and when the blue snowflakes start falling, that's when those blue memories start calling. You be doing all right with your Christmas white, and I'll have a blue. Blue I'm not sure if I'm embarrassed to admit this, but all these years I thought that was Leon Redbone. I never read your credits. So I thought it was the actual Leon Redbone doing that song. Oh, that's great. I'm sure he'll love to hear that. I can't remember. I think he may have told me that he actually put something in his mouth to get that sound. But what a great guy Mark is. Uh, I After he told me he did that song, I asked him if he would be willing to record it for our annual CD. And he was all for it. And what a performance it turned out to be. That easily rivals, you know, the other 
most famous version of Blue Christmas by Porky Pig. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Another piece of holiday music that makes a regular appearance on our annual CD are the many, many versions of Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker. Plenty of musicians have seized the opportunity of the holidays to revisit this classic favorite. But one year we found a version that would take care of another category that we like to have in our holiday collection, and that's a parody song. And that was Straight No Chaser. Steve, do you know something about that group? Yeah, they uh, were originally a student group at Indiana University in Bloomington, formed in 1996. And then in 1998, they recorded a video of a conical version of the 12 Days of Christmas. And uh, that sort of catapulted them to fame. I have to say... Uh, as someone who has gone to the Nutcracker, <laughs> um, it, it's it's very uh, pretty, and uh, women and girls do love it. And there also comes a time when I'm sitting there and thinking, I'm like missing football. It's just it's just crazy. It's it's just going on forever. But a great song, Steve. Any funny songs from the CDs that stick out in your memory? There have been a ton of them. Uh, one of my favorites is The Seasons Upon Us by the Dropkick Murphys. And the Murphys, you know, are a Celtic uh, punk rock band from b the Boston area. So you wouldn't think of them as doing a Christmas song, but this is a very funny one. So I really like the Celtic feel of that song, and it's really sort of an anti... I'm not sure if it's an anti-Christmas song exactly, but I think we've all had that experience where we're at a big holiday gathering and the booze is flowing, and your brother's giving you a hard time about that time. You, you got him in trouble in high school, and your sister is complaining because she thinks that mom and dad... You were mom and dad's favorite, and, you know, why wouldn't I be mom and dad's favorite? I was an adorable little kid, but... Um, sure you were. <laughs> sure I was. But that's such a great, great line. Some families are messed up while others are fine. If you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. Um, I love that song. Uh, an interesting little tidbit about the Dropkick Murphys. I heard them talking on a great podcast called Song Exploder, in which musicians will break down an individual track, talk about the inspiration, how it was recorded. It's really fascinating, Song Exploder. So they were talking about one of their songs. And what they frequently do, um, if they want a big chorus like they have in the song, they will invite their buddies into the studio. And these are not professional singers or musicians. They'll be like cops and firefighters, the guy who works at the diner. Um, and they just all come in. I think there's some libations flowing. And then they all just sing. It's like this big drunken choir. Um and that's that's how they get that sound. I, I think that's really cool. Very cool indeed. Steve, as we're getting ready to finish up here, let's remind people that you are the co-host of the Popaholics podcast. Can you tell people a little bit about your show and where people can find it? Sure. Popaholics uh, is a show that where my daughter, Kate, who is in her 30s and I'm not in my 30s, um, we talk about movies, TV, music, books, um, even fashion sometimes, which I know nothing about, but Kate does. And, um, we're in our 
fourth season now, 80 some shows. And people can find us, um, Apple, uh, Spotify, everywhere fine podcasts are found. It really is a great show for anyone who enjoys pop culture, but I particularly love the generational differences and especially the father-daughter dynamics that come up as you talk about all these forms of pop culture with your daughter. So there it is. There's our little sample of the kinds of music that we've been putting in an annual holiday CD to share with family and friends. I hope you'll give some thought to putting together a mix of your own to share with your family and friends. It's a great way to turn people on to new music, to share your own taste, and to give a holiday gift that can feel really personal. Well, I hope folks have enjoyed this little sampling. I'd like to give a special thanks to Rob Thomas for giving us a chance to share some holiday music with the Owens audience. We'll close with one last song, exactly the kind of song that's appropriate to end a holiday mix. This is Ole Lang Syne by the German band Die Roten Rosen. Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, have a, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 